Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday... It's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Shout out to that guy. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mage. Wrestling. The world's number one sports and recreation podcast. And number one and number two now, actually, because twice a week is uh, Cheap Heat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. I'm your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. Joining me from Philadelphia is the physical one himself, Stack Eye Greg. Oh, yeah. The physical one. Right. You see it. Put your ones in there. He's, yep, he is. That is full. Now, is that gimmick infringement, or you have just placed yourself in the uh, bloodline? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm campaigning to be the um, the honorary twos. The second. Oh, I never heard. I, didn't, I never heard of the second of the honorary twos. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I can be the the honorary twos. And uh, right. so we'll see. I'm, I'm I'm campaigning right now. We already got Roman shouting me out in the in the theme music. So hopefully that that can be good on my resume. Very good uh, point. Uh, and then the honorary juice, of course. Is uh thirty five at thirty five Dipperstein? As uh, mm. what's your name? Dip. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did I know you were going to say that? Because uh, I'm a predictable. How did I know hack? that I was going to be called the honorary juice? Because I'm a predictable hack. What can I say? Uh, so what are you guys? Real quick, I, I want to do a little bit of show business on the air. Um, 
I sent you guys our guy, Jonathan Bartlett, who came up with the brilliant um, never-to-be-talked-about-or-seen shirt concept, <laughs> has sent us a new concept that's sort of like a mix of guys, a bootleg concept, and it's also a play on a classic Jim Crockett-era shirt. Yeah, that's what, what I thought. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, you know it was that, that too? Yeah, I got to tell you, I look great in that picture. So, so, so that mean you're good with that means you like it. Print a print, print away. Go to the printers. In other words, the design doesn't matter anyway because your shirt. You look great. That's right. That's really all that matters on the shirt. What do you as think? As long of the back? as the image is flattering to me, that is the most important thing. What do you think of the back of the shirt? I think we need to discuss that. You're not sure. I'm not sure. Really? Mm. Well, no, listen, he, it, it's a fair point. It was literally, I'll just let everybody know right now. This is the piece I'll tell you. As of right now, the back of the shirt says, we love wrestling. Wrestling is great. <laughs> <laughs> now, which was thing, just a flippant comment that I made last week, really. I it mean, was a completely flippant comment uh, We uh, off the cuff that we were talking about what we do on this podcast. Dip loves to say, oh, I love wrestling. I love wrestling. I love wrestling. I love watching so, you, but you're worried. You don't know that we got to wait and see whether we love wrestling. Wrestling is great. Stands the test of time. Does it deserves, age well? <laughs> like, does it deserve to be shirt worthy? I mean, there's so many other mage things that we've said over the last uh, decade that I feel like could, you know, I, there's so many new, there's so many new somethings. But does it encapsulate the feel of the podcast and what makes what we bring to the podcast game? Great. What if on the back of the shirt it just says, we do something? <laughs> well, we've never had a shirt that says there's something going on. I like that. Um, <laughs> or or what about this? We've never had a shirt that on the back just says something with an exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> so Yeah, I like that too. There are a lot of options. So at some There's point, different we'll, variations of something to, to be something. That, exactly. <laughs> Lots of some things. All right. Uh, SGG, uh, why don't you tell us what's going on outside the ring? A lot of speculation that William Regal is done um, with AEW, in part based on what happened last week. Um, we can discuss when we get to Dynamite involving him and MJF. But um, it's being reported now that he is he's officially done with the company and a return to WWE is basically imminent. Um, and people believe that William Regal, well, people are speculating and reporting that William Regal was sort of disappointed with the backstage atmosphere in AEW, that he was right. brought on to be a coach and that it didn't seem as though people were taking his advice or, or really taking any of the veterans advice. And so he, he felt like WWE was, was the best place for him to be. And so people don't know if he requested his release or if he had a deliberately short contract or, you know, there's a lot of speculation going on around that. But so, Dip, why don't you just tell us what happened? <laughs> let me let me just say, who cares about this? I'm going to change the subject completely and <laughs> say that a memory came up and it has been one year since we were at SGG's wedding. What are your thoughts? Wow. Wow, <laughs> that is that is great, and we are definitely going to talk about that as soon Can as. Can you we're believe done. that was a year ago? 
Yeah, I can. I celebrate the anniversary. Of course I can. <laughs> yeah. well, it's just crazy to me how quickly these, these time, this time goes. Wait, what, what day is the anniversary? Today? No, it's 12th. No, November. it was like a week and a half ago. No, it's coming up in a week and a half, he's saying. No, no, 12th of November. Oh, 12th of November. Past weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's, that's crazy. That's yeah. weird, wild stuff. Well, you know weird, what? Speaking of, speaking of weird, wild stuff, <laughs> which of course reminds me of uh, SNL's play on uh, Johnny Carson that they did back in the day, Carcinio, <laughs> when they combined uh, Johnny Carson and Arsenio, played by Dana Carvey. I went into, and then SGG, I will comment on the William Regal of it all. Don't, I don't want you to think we're forgetting. I'll comment on it too, whatever you want. But let me just say, uh, I I went down a little bit of a, a rabbit hole yesterday because I was making a joke about my uh, uh, about my future in laws, and in making this joke about Israelis, I, I said to Natalie, "Have you ever seen Tom Hanks being the Israeli game show host?" And she was like, "No, what?" And I started describing. She's like, "I have to see this right now." So I go, okay, no problem. Let me find it. Is it up on Peacock? I Google the episode that it's on. I believe May 9th, 1992. Dip, by the way, you know what? That's also the SNL where Tom Hanks in his opening monologue says that he's filling in for Joe Pesci and then goes full Pesci backstage. Like, what do you mean I'm funny? What's so funny? Tom yeah. Hanks screaming <laughs> that era that night like, like people like think that their SNL era is like the era where they where they were like an adolescent for me my era like I am I discovered Saturday Night Live when I was like five or six years old so like right, but sometimes so, one years old you thought you are you yeah, loved it you no, understood you understood the Ross Perot skits <laughs> at three years old we I, know, did, we know. I did yeah. I did I my parents explained to me who Ross Perot was very right. early and you got you said this is for me yeah, and uh, that was my era, the 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 you know the Mike Myers, the Dana Carvey era. That was my era. Well, no, listen, it's the the fact. But let me. I have to finish the I'll say this about that era though too. It was very catchphrase heavy. So I, even it's though Dip was mad young, you could they get did, it because they had a lot of the catchphrases. That's a great point. Like, Between Wayne's World and I'm going to yeah, pump you up, and yeah. there was. But let me just say, when you look at the people in the sketch, like in that opening, when Tom Hanks goes to start yelling at Phil Hartman. It's Phil Hartman, Farley, I think Chris Rock. It's an obscene, every skit has an obscene group of talent. Anyways, the Sabra Price is Right, which was the name of the Tom Hanks sketch, which if you hear the podcast today, I put up a long minute clip of it on my IG stories. It has been wiped from history, Dip. It's not on SNL's YouTube. It's not on Peacock. They removed it from the episode. Wow. I I need to know why. How'd you I, find it? I, digging around and Googling it, I eventually found some person who said, hey, here's a link to the only uploaded version of this sketch that still exists on the internet. And it's like a, it was on a Reddit thread. <laughs> and then I screen captured it. <laughs> But it is my own. Um, it's just, you've never seen it, right, SGJ? Nah. Um, I'm going to send it to you. Literally, literally, it's Tom Hanks just yelling at people and forcing them to buy things. <laughs> it's genius. It, his accent's so good. His name is Uri. It's so good. And Sandler is like his, like, 
secure like the other guy on the show who's just like standing around being Israeli and doing nothing just like yeah, yeah, yeah. but he like looks like such a great Sandler's such a pitch perfect silent Israeli anyways to the William Regal speaking of Israelis to the William Regal uh yeah listen it's weird to me because he was literally just involved in the most prominent piece of storytelling in AEW so then to blink and he's gone is a little strange what really you're gonna uh whatever yeah he he is he is he was i just i I just he was the reason mjf won the title he's going out with a bang oh no 100 100 and and by the way it's fine i'm not like oh my god this is such bad news for aw or i'm not saying anything like that i'm just i'm not even convinced that he's going to be an on an on-air character i think he's he's just gonna he's not going to be they're saying backstage role yeah is that what they're saying that's what they're saying yeah that's that's what they all right, let, let's let's. I have to go in a minute. Unfortunately, we started very late today. Um, <sighs> but I, I, just, I gotta go. I gotta. I, I, we started half an hour late. Um, I'm I watched Monday Night Raw last night, and I wanted like ask the two of you, what are you seeing on Raw going into the end of the year that is exciting you besides the Bloodline? Because I'm watching the show and I'm having a little bit of an issue with the excitement value of the segments last night. You know, I have my favorites on the show. I have my Austin theories. And, you know, I I love, you know, Rhea Ripley and, you know, their faction. And I, I, you know, I, but like, you know, the, the poker thing was bizarre. You know, I'm not really. I'm not did, really. By sure. the way, I didn't Although see JBL's all. I didn't see all better. the. I didn't see all the poker bits. Uh, did did it ever culminate with anything? It culminated into like a six man tag at the end of the show. And also, Dominic and uh, Akira Tozawa had a match, which I, it looked like it was just designed for Dominic to get a a convincing win. Which is kind of crazy because I don't think that's okay. His, like, what are we even talking about? I don't think that's his here? lane. Domin- I don't think Dominic that's his and lane. Akira Tozawa. I mean, what are we right. even saying? Right. Right. I hear you. Uh, okay. I just, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure what. It feels like they're just like trying to start to line up the mania matches, but without much there. There, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks that it ramps up a little bit further going into the Royal Rumble, because I'm, I'm just, I'm not like. Well, it's an odd spot. They don't generally have a gap this long between pay per views. Premium. It's feeling a little hodgepodgey. I'm very. I'm enjoying the show for the most part, and I and I'm. It's in a, a. You know how I feel about the place that it's in. It's in a great place, but ultimately, like it feels like the show is just waiting from like to get to bloodline to, from bloodline segment to bloodline segment. I hear that. I hear that. But but there's two things. One, where it's two months between pay, premium live events, which mm-hmm. is a, a different sort of weird space to be in. Number two, if you go back as I want to do and watch. Attitude Era, Austin, McMahon time stuff. There are times when everything else feels sort of filler too. It's just that the filler then felt bigger. That's that's because everything felt so big. But like on a given show where, the, where Jim Ross is like, there's Steve Austin arriving in the building and they cut back there and then you wait a few segments and then they show Austin talking to Stephanie and then they show, that's the whole thing and everything else is kind of like, and now the Dudley Boys and the Hardys. It's just that the Dudley Boys and the Hardys being the fill-in match now looks mage. The fill-in stuff here does not feel mage. 
I don't I think they have because the bloodline is one big storyline. The judgment day thing is a pretty cool storyline. I'm down with the judgment day. Um, although where are they going right now? Well, you have Rey Mysterio and the Judgment Day are not done. Yeah, they're not done. But now you have Rey Mysterio moving into a program with Karrion Cross, obviously, as of Friday. Um, you have clearly what is going to be a WrestleMania match or something of the like between Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. They're setting up for that. Um, post, I don't know if you saw the the stare down SGG. You saw it, right? Oh, absolutely. You saw that. So that'll be a big feud going into the top of the year. But and I then could, I could also see that landing. I could also see that landing on Rhea and Bianca at WrestleMania and Becky and Bailey at WrestleMania. Because they teased they, the, they, after, they, after last night. Well, they had the interaction between Becky and Bailey last night. How did the uh, who won the six woman? I mean, who uh, won the uh, triple threat? The, so Alexa Bliss won her triple threat. Ba- ba- uh, Bailey, excuse me, won her triple threat. Damage control prevented Becky from winning her triple threat. So I mean, honestly, um, this it could go either way, right? It could lead to Bailey for beyond, for Becky at the top of the year, or it could lead to Rhea for Becky at the top of the year. And that that I think to your point, P, about this being such a wide gap between PLEs, and that there's a lot of filler, is that these are like the opening pages of who knows what but this gives them a lot of time to experiment and see what people are responding to so even with becky they threw a lot of different teasers out there for where she could go could she end up back in the title picture with bianca could she end up after bailey could she end up going after Rhea? we don't really know but they're gonna use this time to try it try it all out and then see what fits but yeah like the first i'm with dip though that the first few pages didn't feel too heavy on the excitement but it all was still a little interesting, I think. Um, and Dip, what are I you feeling know. about your what are you feeling about Austin Theory right now? The Austin Theory of it all. I mean, he's the be- he's the best they have. I mean, as far as like young talent. I mean, he's in this un- United States championship situation, which is like fine. Um, Seth Rollins will probably beat Bobby Lashley, and then it'll be Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory for the US title again. And they put on a great match, but you know, I don't know. He needs a story. Austin Theory needs a story. So him having the U.S. title to me is not a story. Um, I need a compelling story from him. And m- him and Mustafa is not interesting to you, or just that good was wrestling? Just a filler match, whatever. So we can beat him. <laughs> but he didn't. What happened again? Oh well, he won by disqualification, but because yeah. Dolph interfered. But oh, because Dolph Ziggler. That was interesting. That yeah. was something, Jace. And again, they even with the United States Championship, right? They go and they're pulling Austin Theory in a few different directions, and who knows where he ends up when they finally have to do something around the time of a PLE. But it looks like they're sprinkling out a lot of teasers to keep people guessing about where they're going to go. Can I say this though about Austin Theory? It does feel like they've never given us like a clear look at what is actually going on with him. He's always like sort of halfway between problems with people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like he's in the middle of one match with someone and then another one comes out and attacks him. And it's it's interesting and it is a bit of a decoy, but it's also, I don't know if it's helping him. He's got a great look. He's a great wrestler. He's great on the mic, but he doesn't have a gimmick anymore and he doesn't have a story. So 
there's the endless possibilities in making him the biggest star in the company. But it, he needs something. And it can't just be a, like a title belt that doesn't mean anything. And this is a we need something kind of situation. Yeah, this is, a, this is the definition of, of, their, of, a, of a, a something need. Um, how do you guys feel? Dip, before we lose you, how do you guys feel about the uh, bloodline post the hug? They're coming off of the biggest moment, it seemed like, maybe that the bloodlines had in terms of just absolutely hitting the crescendo of over with the audience. How do you think they followed it? I mean, I got I, I have this week was did was, did not make me, you know, jump up and down. Um, you saw Solo Sokoa do. I, I, my, my sense is that Solo Sokoa is probably a terrible guy, <laughs> and that we're gonna we're gonna see some oh, horrible so? evil things happen mm-hmm. with Solo Sokoa. I think it's gonna take a lot for him to become a great guy. Because all signs lead to him being a terrible guy. Uh, I it does. I, I noticed last night. I've never heard such emphasis on him being the enforcer. Yeah, a lot of enforcer. Yeah, he's, he's the, the enforcer he's the of the bloodline. A lot of muscle enforcer chatter. I mean, he proved it last night, right? The Samoan spike, and then I'd never seen that move in the turnbuckle done with the chair before. Riddle, he, he beat uh, Matt Riddle almost to death. He did. Yeah. He did. He did. I After was very beating, nervous for Matt Riddle. After beating Elias almost to death, or is he? He's beating people to death. Elias. Yeah, he's he's beating and beating. <laughs> he's beating. He's beating people. He's beating people. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, look, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. How do you follow up the hug? I mean, the hug is the the hug heard around the world. It was. It was, it was the a, hug heard around the world. It was the greatest embrace in the wrestling business today. It was a major yeah. embrace. It was it was Mega Power's handshake of Jace. I will I will say one uh, positive thing. Uh, I feel like at this moment they have made it so Ko feels like he matters. Yeah, Ko's music hits to me. I'm I'm feeling something. I'm actually feeling let me tell something. you. Let me tell you who is not a fan of Ko. Mary Dipperstein. No, oh. she doesn't get it, huh? I told you we were we were watching we were watching wrestling over the holiday together. It was the first time that I had sat down and watched wrestling with my mother in many many years. She must have been like thrilled. in a real way. We watched Survivor Series, huh? I said she must have been thrilled. She wasn't. She she begrudgingly watched it with me. I, I always get the I can't believe you still watch this. You know you they'll, they'll, you know whatever. But I think like now <laughs> like she succumbed to the fact that I'm going to be watching wrestling my entire for the rest of my yeah, life. I think yeah, she's at give up levels. Yeah. Give up levels, yeah, but there's still a tinge. There's still some hope that I make. Some hope that it could still, right? Sure, sure. sure. Yeah. And um, she's looking around the ring and at these guys, and she was like, where's Sting? Where are the road warriors? Where are these guys that look like wrestlers? (laughs) You know? Um, And she used the word gimmick. She's like, I don't think any of these guys have a gimmick. She's like, who are these guys? And then she looked at Kevin Owens, and she was like, I don't know. That guy is kind of a schlump. No. I said, (laughs) I know. His gimmick is like... He's kind of a schlump. I mean, that is part of the... He's schlumpy. Yeah, I mean, that's part of his appeal, though. But um, it was just interesting. Like, she hadn't really watched in years intently, and, and her observation was, like, I, I, she wants more gimmicks. Like, mother, like, son. I'm looking for more face paint out there. Paint her faces. 
that's it's funny i agree with you about needing people to be characters i'm nothing i don't i get nothing from face paint i, I get everything from it oh it's it's the laziest <laughs> version of making someone something what just draw draw about? something on their oh just draw some color on their face real quick they got some oh you're character. nuts you're losing your mind you've, you've lost it You've never thought about it from that perspective? I think about all my favorites growing up. Demolition, Great Muda, Sting, Ultimate Warrior, Powers of Pain. What is the common thread here? You like, uh, you like Sting? <laughs> I thought about... I, by the way, I wake up every well morning done, and I think SGG. about painting my face and going to the office. Did you hear SGG's line there? That was quite funny. What was the line? He said, you said, what do all these people have in common? SGG said steroids. <laughs> no, by the way, how dare you. By the way, both relevant to this conversation, though, because that is what Mary that's Dipperstein. Don't. That's what Mary Dipperstein was used to. Why doesn't everybody look like an absolute freakazoid anymore? Yeah, that that good old wellness policy, baby. Yeah, that has that has changed. Speaking things, of but, people who are in incredible shape, thank you, um, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Oh, the man Lord. is in incredible shape. Yeah, oh. he's he's truly gone to a different level. He's gar- that he's gargant right now. Yeah. Um, um, listen. Um, any last listen. words before I depart? You, well, you tell us. I mean, you haven't said anything yeah. uh, about your life outside the ring this week. Uh, any any major meals? Um, any bad? Well, I got to tell you, my my duvet cover ripped. Uh, <laughs> oh in, boy! And you know, we're talking about a very expensive Egyptian cotton. You know. Uh, duvet cover oh boy and uh i'm looking for someone to blame i i don't know who to blame i i don't know if it's the dry cleaner or i don't know what's going on wait was it the one you use on your bed yeah oh oh man so, so you can't what do you blame do with a with a ripped um, let me say something i'm done with duvets after this you can't put them on i'm struggling an hour of my life is spent trying to get all the corners even wait, wait, it's wait, a on. waste of time <laughs> wait, i'm done with duvet covers. i have to ask you a question i have to ask you a question yeah as a single person, yeah, you're telling me you you're putting the duvet cover on every time by yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not every time, you know. I cleaning lady does it sometimes, but I will tell oh, right. you, it, it's it's you're, you're a madman. The majority of the times, I am struggling with the duvet cover, and I got to tell you, there's nothing more frustrating. I mean, I, I can put diesel exhaust fluid in my car now. I can. <laughs> I can pump my own gas now. Look at you. <laughs> wow. At, at I can 35. <laughs> crazy thing. I, can't, I still can't change a tire. That's never going to happen. I've changed a tire. I've changed. By yeah, the way, yes, yesterday, I built, yesterday I built a, a bar. Huh? You know, like a little mini, a little mini cart, like a, a bar, oh, a bar cart. cart. You didn't build a bar. You built a bar cart. I, I, Don't I, you have I, a bar cart in the house? No, I, I, had a, I had a fake bar cart. I had that NBA, I have that yeah. NBA oh, case right. covered in alcohol. Uh, right, so, but- uh, by the way, I just, I'm just agreeing <laughs> with you. I have upped my ability to do a lot of things around the house recently. The other day, I did the duvet cover by myself. It was legitimately borderline impossible. It's insane. impossible. This is insane. What are these Take people doing that do it so quickly? What is going on with these people? Where did they learn this? Who taught them this? What, what it sounds like to me, though, is that you ripped the duvet cover. <laughs> I didn't rip it. That, that does sound like that. You're the only one struggling with it. <laughs> Everyone else. No, knows. no, it just it came back ripped. I mean, what is, and what am it, I going to get back go, from this? Did I it mean, go it's, in it's ripped? Six hundred dollar duvet cover. Did it go in ripped? Did, do you know that? No, no. 
Now, SGG, you, you, you have no problems doing a duvet cover by yourself? He no. doesn't put it on. You don't do it. I do. I do. By yourself. You do it. Yeah. Regularly. Regularly. Change the sheet. I'm, I'm buying a quilt. I'm buying a comforter. I'm buying something that doesn't require a duvet. I, I can't. I can't be working. Yeah, like pull it. I work pull too hard during the week. I can't be futzing with a duvet cover for an hour over on a Sunday. It's take insane. a take a page out of Troy's book. Go minimalist on the duvets. Well, the only reason the only reason to have one is because you can wash it without having to wash the whole comforter. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that makes it. They're otherwise they're full on moronic. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not more comfortable. They're not like better in any way except you can unbutton it and throw it in the wash. It's a giant pain in the ass. I'm done with the duvet cover. I, I believe of all, <laughs> of all the things SGG's ever said on the show that I disagreed with, I do not believe that you're weekly the guy doing it. And if so, tell us. What is the secret then? Because the fact that you don't even think it's hard, it's I don't understand. Hard. So what do you do? Hard. You this do so exactly SGG of him. Yo, you put it in the bag, and then you line up the corners. You find a corner inside. You reach inside, find a corner, put it in one corner, and then you do that to the top parts you shake out the bottom parts so that you have the whole thing yeah well once you once you once you found the top ones it's easy enough to do the bottom yeah ones. find the top ones and then shake it out so that it like comes out lay it uh, down do the bottom ones and then button it up and that's it how long is five, it taking you to how long five minutes you? tops an hour is five insane. minutes i brush my teeth for five minutes yeah the, the duvet cover is hard I, I for me i can't just stick it in there and find the corner i'll never find it Reach your hand in and it, find the not corner. That you I can't tried. find the corner. It's that once you find the corner, the other areas are so bunched up and confusing. <laughs> then you try to grab onto that, uh, right. and then you lose the other corner. That's and then right. you're, oh, there's no corners. <laughs> you, you don't know. You can't find any corners. Maybe this, and maybe my, uh, maybe, maybe it's because my arms are long enough. I don't know if that if that this is, the, this is a king. Is this a king size SUG? Queen. I'm, maybe, I'm, I'm messing with a king. Maybe, a king maybe, for a king. Yeah, the maybe king of king. <laughs> Yeah, maybe mine's the king of kings. Also, mine's the king of kings. Also, queen is uh, is a joke. I mean, anyone could do queen. King, yeah, queen, please, queen is nothing. What is king's an extra like what twelve inches, eight inches? It's trust me, it makes a difference. You're you're a Boss. giant, enormous man. How do you not have a king bed? It's time to get you a king bed. Yeah, I, by the way, that is you want an insane take. How do you not have at this? How SGG? You have the same. You have the same bed. From when you were the skinny version of you <laughs> on the shirt, so you now you have this. Now you're a twice the man you used to be. Same size bed. What are I you doing? St- I still have a good amount of space. I don't know what to tell you. I still uh, have- yo, let me tell you something right now. Dip has spoiled himself by having a king for absolutely no reason, considering he's been living alone for years. Because you can't go back. It is impossible to go back. It, it's like, it's like first class. It no, it's true. Like once, once you hit a level of luxury, you don't go back to the. You don't go revisit the we previous just, level. We just tried for the summer residence. We 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 had a queen bed in our in our room. It's in the guest room now. Oh yeah, it's in the guest room. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, you gotta go, <laughs> yeah. If you have the room, you gotta go, King. Get the hell out yeah, of I mean, here! It, it's 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 such a difference maker once you do it. I'm all for the, the the luxurious parts of life these days. That's the new thing. No, because you know what, man? Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's true. Right, Tomorrow, I gotta go. I gotta tomorrow's go. not promised. Nothing's guaranteed. So so why live today 
without the luxuries. You know what I'm saying? Like I can right. I can I can handle it. I have, yeah. sometimes I have to talk myself through it, but I can handle it. All right, right. Dip. Uh, Dip, we'll see you for the Friday edition of Cheap Heat this week. I think. I think. I can't. No, no, no. You're not, no gotta, thinking. You, you committed. You committed. You already committed. It's uh, got to uh, be early. Very early. It, but, but it can be at night. It can and be Thursday night. It can be any time. It's, There's, it's, I, 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 I can handle it whenever. You're not going right, to be the only mage. piece of it. So we'll figure, we'll figure it out, okay? All right. You're a good guy. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. SGG, let's move on. We've we've talked some about the Bloodlines appearance on Raw. Yeah. What did you think of their opening segment on SmackDown and match? The match I thought was was good. Um, the opening. I'm with Dip though. The opening segment I thought was good. Also, I'm waiting to see them all together though. I need that bloodline with Roman, with Heyman, both Uso, Sammy, and Solo before I judge. You know where they are post um, post Survivor Series completely because on SmackDown it seemed now that Jimmy was the one who didn't trust Sammy. Because Jimmy pulled Jay to the side and was sort of like, yo, he lied to you. Did he ever explain that to you? Like, Jimmy was the one sowing the seed. So even with that embrace, I don't know where Sa- where exactly Sammy is with the bloodline. And and I need to see them all together before um, I completely judge them as a fully united faction, the way they seem to be presenting themselves, at least in ring. Because Jimmy looks like he has some doubts. Um, here's my question. Uh, is it just by the nature of the fact that they had the big hug at, at the, at, at the premium live event survivor series. And then afterwards you have one week where there's not really any tension. So it sort of takes the whole energy down a bit. Um, yeah. Cause that was what was driving the story. That really was the, the tension and the, the the is there really like can you really trust Sammy? Um 
Now it's still mage. Like it's great to see them united, but that. But like you, you can't said, just live in that united land for that long, right? Which which what? is something I didn't realize. I didn't realize SGG until I saw it, and then when I watched that I'm with you guys. I was like, this segment's cool, but it doesn't. It's missing something. It is mm-hmm. missing something. And and who knows? Maybe we'll get that little bit of tension back from from Jimmy's comment on Friday. Maybe they'll they'll keep like expanding on that and you know maybe roman comes back and he has something to say or he gives like a glance that that lets people know that there's still more to watch for oh well um, that's definitely it's not like it's not like the story's ending so right. something's gonna happen but but we do need that at least little bit of tension um which they completely wiped away yeah it was it was very it was very peaceful um on on smackdown uh and on raw last night Last night yeah. they were even. Last night they didn't have anything that was. So that's the hard part, though. You got to run it for at least a few weeks. You do. So that way, when you drop the hammer, like it really, it really feels impactful. Because that's why the hug was so impactful, right? They ran it for months, and even in the cage, Jay wanted nothing to do with Sammy, even though Sammy was still trying to help him out. Sammy and KO did not touch in that cage at all when mm-hmm. everybody was brawling with everybody. And uh, so then when Sammy finally put his hands on KO, even stopping the ref wasn't as impactful as when he finally hit KO with that low blow because they didn't touch at all. And and then Jay finally hugging Sammy again. And it was only a thing, them working together, was only a thing that you could do in the closing moments of that match. And that's what made it so impactful. So you're right. Like, they're going to drag it out. But at least until then, you know, let's hope that the unity feels more exciting. Because that's the other thing, too. These are supposed to be the bad guys. And they're coming out to heroes, welcomes, and baby face pops. And it's like... Right. We do love it, but I mean... No, at the same the- time, that's you got you want it to be told the way it's supposed to be told. And you don't want them to have everything they do. If they savagely beat someone for no reason, you don't want them getting cheered. Right. Because at the end of the day, Roman is WWE's evil overlord. Like, he is the big bad... Everybody has to go. If you want to be at the mountaintop, you have to go to him. And to get to him, you got to go through the whole bloodline. So why are we, uh, why are they getting cheered? Like, you know. Well, I, here's so here's what I'll say to you. What's the only way out there to get everybody to boo Roman again? The predictable answer. Mm-hmm. Which is, is the, always the answer. Is the honorary oos has to get. Cause honorary ass beat. <laughs> That's just, just, just. It that. means it means sometime between now. It, well, we're set. We just answered our own question. We just answered the question of where, in fact, are they going in February? And I, and I don't mean we answered it by reading it on Raja.com. I mean we 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 got to the conclusion. It's going to be Sammy and Roman in February because of that. You have to keep. Roman hot you can't let him just become this light fluffy now when it's time to turn him for real well that's different right but that hasn't happened yet so you don't want to mess up the eventual turn by having him just have it grow 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 no no let's let's get people to hate this dude again and how do you get people to hate him again if he just absolutely destroys the honorary ooze oh he's getting booed yeah especially if he does it in Montreal but that's the other thing I was thinking about too 
is is that even too predictable? Like with Sammy going into Montreal against Roman and then like getting that hero's welcome. Like, do they do they swerve us? Or not swerve us, but do they do they give KO Roman in Montreal, let KO get that hero's welcome, and then have Sammy do something so dastardly that even his hometown crowd can't rock with him after that. And then Sammy gets Sammy basically becomes Shawn Michaels <laughs> in Canada because of whatever he does to KO in Montreal. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, that would be an interesting twist. Sammy going that way. I don't see it. I think they lean into babyface Sammy. Because um, ultimately, Sammy's size and, you know, unusual sort of style in a lot of ways gives you that Daniel Bryan underdog how could he be the guy kind of vibe? So I just feel like they want to give everyone that moment. That Sammy KO. You thought you thought the hug. Listen, if we thought the hug between Jay and Sammy was big, how's the hug gonna be between Sammy and KO? Right. In what if that's in Montreal? Yeah. Especially with them hugging as good guys, because we've seen them on the same side before. Right. But they were bad guys. It was sort of like dastardly, you know what I mean? Like them coming together as the good guys in the story mm-hmm. would be would be quite mage. Um absolutely would. Let's uh let's let's go to some early mailbag today, shall we? Mail. So many to get to. Uh let's start out with uh Chris. Who says, Sweet Pete, Statman, and 35. What are your teas on wrestler beards right now? I am a beard man myself. Feel anyone who can grow one should have one. So my issue isn't with number of beards, although I'd like to know if you disagree, but the lack of variety. Are there too many wrestlers with thicker, bushy beards right now? I guess I'm mainly pointing at Ricochet. I feel like he should have a closer cropped aerodynamic beard. His beard right now befits a madman like Seth or Bray Wyatt. As Sammy said on Friday, attention to detail is everything, and that man needs to detail his beard. Oh, man. I will say, I do think for a long time, it has been too much of the same beard. I, I actually do agree with that, being honest with you. And I'll say this, too. Um, his point about Ricochet specifically needing a more aerodynamic beard. I don't know if that exists, but it, it definitely is a good point and a good a good reason to to sort of detail it and crop it down a little bit more. Well, and and yeah, even if it's not actually about being more aerodynamic, it is I do understand how you want something that goes with the character. Mhm. And I will say the Ricochet character does not scream big bushy beard. Right. It's, it it really does kind of say small, well-kempt kind of beard to me. Okay. Just a big beard conversation. Let's jump right into it. Mail. We go to Brian, who says, did last week SmackDown, the one before Survivor Series, give away the end game of the new Bray character? They seem to be teasing that Bray is separate from whoever the scary mask character on the Jumbotron is. The video that interrupted Bray's promo on SmackDown started with an image of Randy Orton kicking someone in the head. It mentioned a serpent several times. And the more I listened with these clues, the more the voice sounded like Randy. 
Is there any chance Orton comes back as Bray Wyatt's higher power? What are your thoughts? Hmm. With Bray, I think there's always a chance for anything. And they've been telling this story so incredibly well that I'm not, I'm only gonna, I can only analyze in retrospect. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I can only look back and say, all right, this is what I think that meant, but not like, this is what I think is going to happen. Because there's so many clues and red herrings and and so much misdirection going on there that I don't know. And furthermore, is are we really going to get anything with Bray and like a? I wonder if we're going to get a big Bray match at the Rumble, or is he in the Rumble? Both, maybe. No, I, I oh I wouldn't think so. People have done both. They have. It doesn't. I just don't feel like Bray's on that path. Although, He's probably no, not in the rumble though, because with his entrance and then having to run down, I don't think it's time for him to like run down to the ring. I mean, they could do a whole lights out, lights back on kind of deal. That is true. Or they could do his his entrance taking up the whole <laughs> the whole time, just like have him walk down to the ring, and then by the time he hits the ring, ten seconds, somebody else to come in. Um, shout out to John Mee, who sends an email of a shirt idea, and he took the old Raw is War and just changed it to Dip is Mage, which does work really nicely. <laughs> that maybe one day that's a future solo dip shirt. I like that. Uh, let's see, Gabe. Mail. Listening to the podcast today and hear that you guys will be doing cheap heat twice a week. Congrats on that. Uh, wrestling and stats make up most of my life, and I enjoy hearing you dip in SUG each week while I'm working or driving around Nashville. Sometimes I even go back and listen again because of Greg and Dip's outrageous takes. Looking forward to hearing an episode on Friday. Well, thanks, Gabe. I hope you enjoyed the Friday vehicle. Certainly started with a bang. Shouts to Sami Zayn. I did, and shout out to Brian Mann too. Like that was a, a strong, a strong debut episode of the Friday something. The Friday something was something, and I agree. I thought Brian was really good, too, and I'm sure I know you must have enjoyed just hearing how far Brian has gotten into WWE from how deep he was anti-WWE and pro-AEW. But shout out to the to the um, outside interference stuff, too. I didn't realize. I didn't know that that was a thing, so I checked that did you, out. Did you check it out? Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's really good. And, and I like the idea, and I think so many different storylines would benefit from that idea, particularly like you guys said, the bloodline, the, the bloodline stuff. Like somebody stitched that together with all the major moments, and you know, and and I would watch that. Like I would watch that absolutely. Oh yeah, no, it would get if they put up that right, like in a, in a couple months, the history of the bloodline, and and all it takes is him cutting together things that already exist. Yeah, that thing that thing would get millions of views. And he wouldn't even need to include the matches. He's just like, all right, and then like a black screen with just you know Law and Order style that shows, all right, at this point there was this match, and then, move then this, right along just the this. date. You just keep yep. like seeing the dates update. It's a great yep. point. Um, all right, uh, let's keep it moving. Mail. Randy says, while I was a bit surprised, Bloodline came out victorious at Survivor Series. I'm not upset by it, and I'm excited to see where things go from here. What do you guys think about Roman rewarding Sammy for his loyalty by giving him one of the titles? Ever since Roman won both belts, people have been wondered how they would eventually be split again. I can't think of another time in history 
that a wrestler has willingly forfeited a title to someone else for a reason besides an injury. Um, this would be a shock to everyone and would further the bloodline story. The rest of the bloodline would despise Sammy. Maybe Sammy would slowly become unhappy with one belt and try to take the other one. There's a lot of possibilities. What are your thoughts? Randy from Florida. Uh, Randy, it's not going to happen, but it's a cool idea. No, it definitely is not. Um, the only time I can think of that a wrestler gave a title away, I remember Andre gave it to Million Dollar Man. Well, he sold it to Million Dollar Man. Can you think of another time a wrestler handed over a title to, to just another wrestler? Uh, well, obviously, Andre DiBiase situation but that was a deal yeah it wasn't it wasn't done out of benevolence <laughs> there's no way roman's giving up one of the titles out of benevolence either uh, a couple more male on the pre-show peter you said ronda it wasn't there to be anyone's friend then you immediately said she was there with her best friend so which is it rosenberg are you saying ronda has friends but not buddies i deleted twitter so i had to send this as an email <laughs> What I meant was she doesn't need other friends. Right. Okay. Shayna's already her friend, but she's not there to make friends. Exactly. She came in with friends or when, or when she arrived, friends were there. So she didn't need to make friends because she had a friend. And, and Shayna Baszler is a hell of a friend to have when you're going to run around the locker room kicking people's ass. Thank <laughs> Let's you. Let's be honest. Let's be. That's exactly right. Mail. Very good email here from Nathan from ten days ago. He said, "Hey guys, currently watching the men's war games live, and I just don't get this match. Thirty minutes of fighting before a pin is allowed. Basically pointless viewing until the last guy joins. Do you think it should be elimination? At least then the two versus one, three versus two would be interesting to see if a team goes even further. Ah, uh, I, I agree. What? What? I agree." It doesn't make sense. It's fun. And I love that they brought it back. I respect the nostalgia. Boom. I'm happy we did it. I really am. But I sat around that day and thought for a while. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. You have 30 minutes where you're telling the audience, don't worry about what happens here. Don't, it, it, no, the match can't end. So go get a popcorn, go get a drink, come on back. We'll get started in about 30 minutes. I just well, here's the thing. It's just what? a weird format. Why would anyone leave to get a popcorn, get a drink, just meander around the merch stand when all that chaos is going on, right? That's that's the 30 minutes of guaranteed chaos. I just feel that's- like the chaos dies down, though, after a little while. Like, it dies down, you get used to it, and you know a pinfall is not coming. And even if you don't literally get up and leave, I just see, I think you can get a little snoozy. But the chaos, they they reset it every time somebody, every time somebody comes in, that's a fresh body to add more chaos uh, into the mix. As we've seen with people coming in with different weapons and introducing different things to the cage that wasn't there just moments ago, and it resets every time until the last person comes in. I don't think it's completely pointless. But, you know. You know, it's very confusing. Uh, Morocco being M-A-R as their abbreviation. Is there an A in Morocco? No. But their abbreviation in FIFA is M-A-R. Isn't that weird? Very. Their current, uh, maybe, you know what? Maybe it, maybe in their language, it's an A. Because, because listen, Spain is ESP. That's true. And we don't call it España. So maybe that the MAR is their thing. 
But for me, every time I look up, I think Mar-a-Lago is a country and has a has a game. Yeah. Why don't we call it España, though? That's what they call it. That's what the people call, call the country. I don't know. Do Spanish the, people say Spain? Like, <laughs> the rest of the world is just like, cool, cool, you're Spain. We can't say España. It is very interesting. Like, And it varies. There are some countries where it's always the same. And then there are other ones that are different. But like, why is Brazil with a Z for us, but it's really with an S? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's American arrogance, sash, rebellious spirit. I mean, listen, it's still pronounced Brazil, but so there is a Z sound, but it's spelled with an S. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. By the way, anyone watching the World Cup, man, did Brazil do Brazil things yesterday. Yo, yesterday was... You had two sports examples of the greatest just doing what the greatest does. Brazil just nicing up South Korea like every goal was prettier than the last. And then Tom Brady down 16-3 with three minutes left, coming back and winning. Yeah, that's that was insane. Sometimes it's great to just see greatness be great. I'll tell you one thing. What a journey. You talk about storylines. What a journey I've been on as a sports fan with Tom Brady. I have hated that man so much before, and now at 46 and divorced, I find myself rooting for Tom Brady. (laughs) Full circle. I can't help it. Listen, one day I'm going to give him his respect. It's not today. Yesterday was damn close, though. I mean, come on. He's he's fighting on a team to be six and six, bro. Like, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, if they were right now, if they were 11 and one or whatever, 11 and 0 going to that game. I suppose there's a chance I would have been like, I don't even want to see this happen. But given that they're kind of trash, also, can you imagine the storyline if after this year he re-signs with the Patriots? You think he would do it, though? Like, you realize I hate the Patriots, and yet I still want to see this happen? Yeah. I mean, who outside of New England doesn't hate the Patriots? You should ask themselves that. No, you, you have to. But imagine he leaves, his life falls apart, Marriage falls apart. Everyone speculates about him and Belichick, blah, blah, blah. The Patriots are not a terrible team, but they do not have consistent quarterback play. Mac Jones is not a star. He's available after this season. You know he doesn't care about the money. They could sign him for a couple million dollars. He doesn't care. He just you wants know? that homecoming. And pos- <laughs> if he wins another ring with the Patriots, though, that would be what kills me. That would be... Oh, it'd be brutal. It would be brutal, especially if you're the victim of it. Brutal. But then you could also have, but then what if the New York Giants end up playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl again? He finally gets some redemption. Another storyline. Brady trying to get revenge on the Giants, the only team that's had his number. Anyways, we're off in the weeds now. Uh, Let's get into a little something called the Black Power Rankings. And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black. All right, SGG, what do you got? I'm giving it to uh, a collective known as the Black Pod Connect. It's uh, the A Show, the Black Announce Table, and the Black Wrestling Podcast. Um, You might have heard about them when they... They started to go fund me for the rest the wrestling club to send those kids we, to Hollywood. We we, we and we talked about at least Black Announce and Black Wrestling prior to that for sure. Yeah, 
For sure. So so our listeners should be familiar with the they got the with those podcasts. They got those kids to Hollywood and then they decided, you know what, we want to do something for our Patreon listeners. So they got together, they tapped me to host a, a game show wherein they would compete for prizes that they would then turn around and give away to their Patreon listeners. Wow. That was that was this past Thursday. I am pleased and proud to report that it was it was a fantastic game show. Um, it's available on YouTube to watch in full. Congratulations to Black Announce Table. They won two tickets to a live event of your choosing in your hometown for one of their Patreon listeners. Uh, the Black Wrestling Podcast won $200 cash that they're going to send out to a listener. And the A-Show won a replica WWE title belt that they are also going to send to one of their Patreon subscribers. And uh, there's talk that they're going to do it again. Um, leading into WrestleMania Hollywood with possibly bigger, better prizes for people. So, but I, but I just want to give them a shout out because, like I said, Thursday was a lot of fun. I hosted. Um, it ended up being a really great game show. Everyone who watched said they enjoyed. I wasn't pleased with my sound quality, but besides that, if you can overlook that, fantastic game show. Well, what happened with your sound quality? So I decided that I wanted to go full Alex Trebek and yeah. stand, and I didn't have a lav mic, so I was relying on on airpods to to be my mic oh no yeah you don't want airpods you don't want airpods no No. but um like you should get there are a lot of regular headphones that have bluetooth that you wouldn't think would be good microphones because they're just over the ear you know headphones that actually are really good way better than airpods for some reason yeah so it's it's odd but i I corrected that mistake though I, i got my lav mics on deck for the next time we do it and again, um, if you can overlook the sound, my sound quality, because everybody else is coming through just crisp and clean, of course, because these are three mage podcasts. Um, shout out to Cal. He produced it. Um, shout out to Black and Ounce Tables producer KP. He did graphics for all the questions. It was, it was great. So check it out. Uh, very cool. I will check that out on YouTube. Um, I look forward to that. Shout out to them. It's a very good idea. That is that they that, that is a really cool way to reward your your patrons. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Bianca Belair, who apparently had secretly been in some bodybuilding competition. (laughs) Word. Word. And all of a sudden on Saturday night, just like popped up on Instagram. And don't get me wrong. She always looks like a million bucks, but looking like a different kind of million bucks. Yeah, man. Um, So I was just like, wow, this lady is off the hook. Like she just... She is such a ridiculous athlete. Like, and her ability to apparently sculpt her body any way she wants. I mean, dare I say it reminds me of of me. <laughs> it's the only person I can think of who's so consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give you the same thing every time. That's right. Perfection. Yeah, soft, hairy, <laughs> not defined. You know, we I I identify with her. Speaking of which, we'll find out. Um, I don't have confirmed yet who the Friday something guest is, but I believe it's another person who I can relate to in this category in terms of having an awesome physique. <laughs> and yo, just shout out to Bianca too, though, because she didn't just secretly compete; she she won. But she won. She came, she came first place in the wellness category, second place in fitness, which I mean. I want somebody, to know who came in first. Yeah, some it has to be somebody ridiculous because second place in the fitness category 
and she got her pro card so she can compete in more of these events um, in the future. Yo, I'm about to hold up an Ico Pro Bianca Belair sign. <laughs> Word. Um, all right, everyone. We'll see you on the Friday something episode. Send us your emails, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. SGG, do me a favor and stay mage. Take it easy, Pete. I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage.